What's going on, y'all? Welcome to the Joel Friday TV podcast. I am Joel Friday. Bienvenido. Welcome to the show. It is another Monday. Man, this is my first Monday as a full-time podcast host. Monday through Thursday is my new schedule now. Monday through Thursday, 11 to 12 p.m. Pacific time. I'm here with a sign. It's going down. So thank you all for, for continuing to tune in and uh, supporting the show. Because guess what? I got another thing. Today is my 50th episode. That's amazing. 50 episodes flew by. It'll be right on. It'll be almost a year next month that I've been doing a podcast. And I'm just learning and growing. And it's just happening. And you guys are tuning in, and I appreciate it. So, shout out to the chat. Shout out to Jesse Lee Peterson. Shout out to the JLP Network. Shout out to the crew here at the Bond Building. It's just been amazing. And I can't ask for more. I, and I can't complain at all. I'm just grateful. And it's been, uh, it's been great. And it's been really fun, too. So... Appreciate that. Just wanted to get that out the way. Uh, do me a favor before we get started. Hit that like button. Smack it. Lay the smack down on the like button. Share and subscribe button. Tell your peoples, 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 peoples about the show so we can get the subscribers up and the message out. Do that now. Do it now. Amazing stuff. Topics to be covered. Last Thursday, which was our last show, we talked about the only purpose of marriage. I got a lot of good feedback on that episode. Um... Basically, we got into why um, people get married and the real true purpose, in my opinion, of, of, of the only reasons why we should get married. One is to make babies. But for two is, um, I mean, also for our family and stuff. But the, the main reasons why human beings get married is because they really have that burning passion, desire. Obviously, that's lustful and or emotional needs that... Um, they want to be met. So marriage helps meet those needs in the proper and genuine way. So that way you're not having those needs met with a bunch of random people, right? Because you don't want to do that. We don't want to do that, right? We just want one. So we talked about that and we got in some details. If that's confusing, can't explain it now. You got to go back and podcast the last episode. Okay, the only purpose of marriage, episode 49. Today we're getting into the best thing a man can ever do is, we're going to get into it, is deep. So make sure you stay and make sure you tell your people's peoples because we're going to get into that. Also, it is a talk show, so you can call in 888-775-3773 and we can talk about the topics at hand. Um... And whatever, whatever else you want to talk about, we can get into it. Amazing stuff. Calls are always good. And do me a favor. If you have a question or comment or you want to support the show, go to buymeacoffee.com slash TV. The link is in my description or in the chat box here. Uh, buymeacoffee.com slash TV. You can send your question or comments there. And you can just support the show. It's appreciated more than you know. If that's too complicated... And you can't figure out how to get to buymeacoffee.com. You can go to the Super Chat button here on the in the chat box. And you can donate there as well. And um, I can read your question or comments live on air. I have some Super Chats that I'm going to get to that I missed from last week today as well. So if the Lord is willing, I'm going to get to those. And I really do want to because I really do appreciate it. So I will get to that. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Let's get right into it. Okay? So, I was uh, just thinking over the weekend and just uh, reflecting a little bit. Uh, church was good. It was a very good church service. Church is always good. Uh, what's up, chat? How you guys doing? Um... Joel trying to pull off JLP's mannerisms and speech. It doesn't hit the same way, Joel. Be yourself, but 
That's not my intention. I don't think that's the case. But if you feel that way, then I'm sorry. You don't have to watch. But, you know, I've been watching a man for seven years, eight years, nine years. Maybe not. Has it been that long? About seven or nine years. So if I happen to pick up some mannerisms and some, and some words, sorry about it. Um, but I appreciate the, uh, the honest, uh, opinion, but anyway, I was re- reflecting over the, uh, weekend just about, you know, just stuff. And I watched, um, this interview, uh, with Cat Williams kind of going viral right now. I'm sure some of you guys have seen it. Maybe not all of you guys, but an interview with Cat Williams. That was very deep, very insightful for me. Right. Uh, it just made me have a lot more respect for Cat Williams and like his background and how he grew up. And one specific thing that he talked about, it kind of like um, reminded me of something and like it related to my life. And uh, I wanted to get into it. So um, in the interview, Cat Williams just kind of talks about how uh, he left, um, I think it was like, 13 or 14 he was on his own he left home at 13 or 14 and from 14 on he was was on his own he was homeless for a little while he was jumping from house to house he was just trying to like figure out things on his own and it made me start thinking like man that's so interesting because I realized how grounded he was just how grounded he is in general as as a person. And I didn't really know that much about Cat Williams because he doesn't do much interviews. And um, he's a very grounded person. I don't necessarily agree with everything that, you know, he says, which is fine. But he's a very grounded person, a very real person. And um, I respect that, right? And you can almost, like, kind of trust that more than anything else, right? He's very grounded and... Um, I was like, man, that's interesting. How did he, I wonder how he became that way. And he starts explaining it on the interview, how he was on his own since he was a little bit, since he was young, how he had to figure out how to um, survive, how he had to make it happen, how he had no help. You know what I mean? Like all those things to the normal's eye view would look like poor him, Help him out, put him in a foster home, put a, and I don't recommend anybody try to do this, right? I'm not saying like you should kick your 14, 13 year old out in the streets, but because of that, because of the lifestyle he lived, it helped him grow up. It helped him mature. It helped him to learn how to fend for himself as a man. It helped him to learn how to mature, uh, grow up and know how to make a life for himself. And he started young, right? And I thought that was so deep. And what I realized is that um, when I left the house myself, it was late, right? Late to some, right? But I left in my 20s, and I should have left earlier, didn't know any better. But it is what it is. I don't regret it. It is what it is. That's just how life went. But I left late. But I realized when I left, um, life really started changing for me. It really started opening up for me. And I never, I heard Jesse talk about that all the time. Jesse Lee Peterson, a founder of Bond and founder of the JOP Network, which um, I am a host on, for those that don't know. Um, I heard him talk about that many times, like, um, your life will change. Things will start to make more sense. And I didn't truly understand it till I actually was on my own and life opened up. So it helped me shape my show today in understanding that the best thing a man could ever do is leave home. The best thing a man could ever do is leave home. And the reason why is because what being on your own really does, it develops that survival mentality, that that survival um, instinct right? How to fend for yourself as a man, how to deal with life for yourself as a man, not having to rely on anybody. And I think that that should be the main focus as a 
infant till you're 18, right? Until it's ready to move out your house. That should be the parent's main focus is preparing your child, your son, to um, be able to survive on his own. So when he gets out in the world, yeah, he's going to make mistakes. Yeah, he has these challenges, but he's not like all over the place. You know what I mean? And when I left the house, I was all over the place. <laughs> Luckily, I had like the right mentor, uh, mentors in my life to help guide me and lead me, Jesse Lee Peterson being one of them. You know what I mean? To really help me. And he did a lot for me. And to really like help me um, stay on course and not like drift too far off. But I was drifting. You know what I mean? Like, I, I've... Got into some stuff, made some mistakes, and I'm still learning, right? This is not, you know, I haven't been out that long, right? But it's been some years now, and I'm just learning a lot, and um, it's just been interesting. And one thing I learned is this. One thing I learned is this, is that never, ever, ever, ever take a handout. Never take a handout. Now, it's okay to, like, when you need some help, you ask for help, you need to borrow some money. Like, I'm not saying that. Like, that's okay as long as you, you know, pay it back and you work on paying it back or whatever. But um, I'm not saying that, you know, you don't accept certain things. I'm just saying don't take a handout. And what I mean by that is that the government, the city, the state is so hell-bent. It's crazy, Right? on trying to lend you a hand, try to play mama with you, right? And every program possible, there's a low-income program attached to it, whether it be your house bill, whether it be your phone bill, whether it be there's all these things attached to it. And sometimes it's necessary. Sometimes it's okay to take the help, right? But if you are not, if you can... If you're like me, young and um, able to provide or like at least figure out a way to make it happen, then um, you don't want to accept the handout, right? Because all it does is cripple your growth. It stunts your growth. And I realized that, and I did that. I did that. I took the handout um, early on. And, um, man, I got into some mess for it because I'm like, man, this is harder than I, I expected. I don't want to ask nobody for help like that. And this opportunity, like, I, you know, I, I thought it was an opportunity to, like, get some government assistance here. I'll be fine. And they kept, like, pushing it in my face, too. Like, just do it. Just do it. Just take the help and you'll be fine. And it helped. It did help, but it put me in a bad situation. It put me in a bad situation because unconscious, unconsciously, I started leaning on it. I started relying on it. And it didn't allow my mind to, the wills in my mind, or even in my spirit to, to flow, to figure things out, to work it out, to find a way to make it work. It stunted all that. It cut all that off. Why? Because I was I was leaning on this assistance, right? Man, and it put me in a, in a in a bad situation. And now I'm like getting out of it. But it was not uh, a good thing. The handouts do not, and that's what they they're really set. They're really they're really the intention of them were is is not to be helpful. Right. I don't have time to get into the whole reason why government assistance even came about in the first place um, for the family. Um, But it didn't do a lot of great things for the family. But on the other on the other side of the coin, it was helpful for some people. So that's why I don't want to, like, demonize it, because I don't think that's necessary. I don't take the joke too far. But. You got to be careful and you got to know yourself and you got to know your situation and you got to know the right thing to do um, and what's the best thing for you to do. And the handout in that moment wasn't for me, but it was great because God allowed me to learn from the situation 
and realize that's not the way. And now that um, that's not the case, I've been in situations to where obviously that, that temptation came back up, that opportunity came back up, and um, they tell you on the phone, well, guess what? It'll be cheaper if you get on the low-income program. You'll pay uh, 50% off, and they, like, throw it in your face. So that, that came back up. But I learned my lesson, and I was like, you know, no. And I realized from that that um, when times got really hard, instead of taking the handout, I learned, and I'm still learning, how to figure out a way to make more money. It's, it, it's the very thing that helped me know when to move on from another job, from another, from my situation, my current situation. It helped me know when to move forward. I was working a, a, a different job. And at that time I was working, I was making a certain amount of money. And obviously the bills were going up. Everything went up. Uh, gas prices went up. Groceries went up. You know how it is. So the bills are piling up. And um, I could have took that easy way out, but I'm like, you know what? You know, I'm going to try to figure it out. I'm trying to make it work. And because of that, I started to see that, you know what? It's time for me to move away from this job. I need to go get a better paying job, right? Or I was in, I was in situations to where it was like, Okay, I need to fix, let me add it. Let me get another job. Let me get a second job. And then Satan is like, well, you're not going to have enough time. You're not going to have enough time to do all those things. You're not going to be able to make it work. And that's when he gets you to go back home, right? That's when he gets you to like, you know, take the shortcut, right? Cut back. That's when he gets you to do those things because... Then you're thinking like, yeah, I got to save up. I got to do these things. Da, 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 da. Instead of developing that hustler's mentality, you know, that that like survival instinct, like sharpening that to go figure out the next thing. Rent goes up for everybody. Grocery went up for everybody. But what about, you know, what was I going to do? And I'm grateful that, you know, God allowed me to see that go find another job, go find a better job, add another job. Don't worry about how much time is in the day. Don't worry about all these things. You'll make it work. And it's just been working ever since. So I'm still learning. I'm still making mistakes. It's not, you know, it's not easy. I didn't, you know, I moved out late, so I missed a lot of lessons. My, my father wasn't in the home, so I didn't get a lot of life lessons as a man. So I'm learning like a child out here in these streets. <laughs> but I'm so grateful because if there's no better feeling than to be on your own. And you can have roommates is okay too. On your own is on your own. Away from your parents. Away from the handouts. Away from the comfort. Right? So it's not necessarily you have to be by yourself. But the point is just to be independent. You know what I mean? And, um, man, that's, it's changed. It's changing so much for me. The way I think, the way I, the way I act, my behavior, my maturity, all of that's changed when true responsibility kicks in. And um, it was the same thing for Cat Williams. That's, that's what drew my attention so much for that interview is that, like, man, he's just so grounded. And that's what life does for you when you find a way when you figure it out, when you trust God through the process, and you don't take the hand, hand out, you don't take the shortcut, you go through it, you deal with it. You become more grounded, you become more solid. So things don't affect you as much because you've been through it, you're going through it. And it was hard for me, y'all. When I tell you, it was so hard for me. It was so hard for me. There was times where I'm like boohooing, there's times where I'm wondering, like, man, is this the, was this the right decision? There's times where, I, you know, Satan was telling me, just go back home, go back home, go back home. And I didn't want to at all. But I'm looking at my wallet. <laughs> I'm looking at my circumstances. And I'm like, man. You know, but I was so grateful for, 
you know, where I'm, where I, where I, where I am being on my own. So grateful for where I live now. So grateful for the things that I have that I also don't want to give up on that because I came so far. So God just been leading me and guiding me like, keep going, keep going. And it's just been working out. And I'm grateful to like Jesse Lee Peterson for those questions, those tough questions that, that I needed uh, help with as far as like, you know, what do I do? How I do? And he's been there like, you know, like a father to help me, help me through those things. So, um, yeah, I'm just grateful. I'm just grateful to that. And my last point I want to make about it is um, the worst thing a parent can do is spoil their children. It's the worst thing. Man, I could boohoo right now in front of this camera. It's the worst thing a parent can do. And parents don't intentionally mean to do it, and they may not understand why they're doing it. But it stunts the child's growth. It destroys their ability to function. And you don't want to do that. And you don't want to do it in a physical sense, but you also don't want to do it in the in the mental sense, in the spiritual sense, meaning like, Always giving them the answers, trying to teach them at every turn, try to like guide them and watch their step and make sure they don't make mistakes and and be afraid and be like a helicopter parent over their life, telling them, no, they can't do that. No, they can't do that. Be careful. That's stunting their growth. That's spoiling them, even if it's not with money, spiritually. You got to. Learn to let them just live, be, experience. Trust God is taking care of them. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah, man, that's the worst thing. Um, and kids resent that, and they end up having to overcome that. And it's not an easy thing to overcome at all. So if you're a parent, watch out for that stuff. Don't do that. Let them be independent. Let them, let them fall, hurt themselves, and cry. Let them cry. You know, there's a time to, like, let them know that you're there and, you know, comfort. But fathers know what that means. Fathers know what that's like. You got to let them be. And then they'll end up um, growing up and being a, uh, a ready for life. Ready for life. So um, I got it late, really late, but I'm getting it. And it's just crazy to, to watch my own life change. Man. Like, man, it's just crazy. And I want to get, I don't want to get too deep into it. Uh, at least not for this podcast today, but and Joel as a kid is 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 a whole different is a whole different um, person, and I'm just grateful. Uh, anyway, you can call in eight 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 seven seven five three seven seven three. I'm gonna get to some super chats because I don't want to miss. I do not want to miss uh, it today because I missed them last week. So let me get to some Super Chats here uh, from last week. Chris says, Jesus said it may be better not to get married when asked by the apostles. New verse Old Testament. We live in the new. I don't quite know what he means by that. I don't know if he's asking me. Um, but it definitely says in the New Testament, I'm not too sure about the Old Testament, but it definitely says in the New Testament that um, it is uh, better not to marry. But if you're going to burn and you have those desires, marry so you can just have those desires with one person. Um. It's just better that way. It's cleaner that way. It's more responsible that way. And I understand what he meant by it. 
And don't be ashamed that you burn too. Christians will be like, well, then I need, I need to be more of a man and overcome. And so I don't have to be. No, like if you desire to be married and that's what it is, doesn't mean you're not going to work on yourself to overcome. But if you desire to be married, that's, that's, that's fine. That's why God ordained it. Be married. You know what I mean? Who knows what happened? Maybe you overcome, but don't try to stress yourself out trying to make sure that um, the better way, you don't got to do all that. And matter of fact, that's going to increase your appetite to have sex. You're going to be doing it more. You know what I mean? Um, But thank you, Chris, for the donation. I appreciate it. Uh, Kale, Kale. I always struggle with the last name. Samogi. Did did God make a mistake by giving Adam a wife? I don't think so. I think in that time, that's a good question. I think in that time, um, it was necessary for Adam to have a helper. They didn't they didn't lay down with each other because that didn't exist at that time. In that moment, God built her from the dust, right? Like he did Adam and he just turned around and he was like Oh, shoot, she fine. But he probably wasn't thinking fine. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he needed a helper for that time. My, keep in mind, Adam was alone by himself. He was the only person in the entire universe with all these animals and all that stuff. You think he was going to be able to do it by himself? He needed a little help. So that's why Eve was there. And she... Um, Made dinner when he was hungry. <laughs> nah, but I don't know what all her duties were, but she was a helper, and it was it was meant to be that way. So thank you, Kale, uh, Linya and Chin. Women are whoa. Linya and Chin says women are not our friends. Only women and children have friends. Men do not. Men only have acquaintances. And marriage is subord is subordination, not partnership. Hassan, you know what that means? I agree with that. Tell me, can you can you explain? Put yourself on camera if you can and uh explain what that means. I don't know what subord subordination means. Um Yeah, I agree. I don't think men really do have friends. Like, uh, just, yeah, just like, um, it makes sense. Like, uh, associates or, oh, okay. Or, uh, no, like connections. Well, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> well, I don't quite know what you mean by not no, having like, friends. you can be, you can be friendly, like, you can be, fr- like, I don't know. That's from Lin Yan Chin? Yeah. Nice. Me and him don't agree that much, but well, on this one, I agree with yeah. him. I get and what he's saying. So subordinate, not a partnership. Do you know what he means by that? It's a subordination, not a partnership? Oh, yeah, meaning like, um, well, I know what insubordination is. What is that? Is when you're like, uh, when you don't, when you're not complying with... Uh, Oh, okay, I see. With what's going on. Oh, uh, okay. So he basically might be saying that marriage is only to um, serve the um, the needs that are, are needed for the marriage, whether it be for the family, the wife just be taking care of the kids, the man needs to be working, or whatever the case is, like just to fulfill the roles, not for any type of connection or relationship type thing. That's exactly. what it sounds like. Oh, okay. And if one breaks that, they become an insubordinate to the 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 pack. Oh, okay, so kind like of the yeah. Oh, okay, so like a contract. That's what you're saying. It's basically like exactly. It's like okay, <laughs> a duty without the the feelings and emotions or whatever behind it. Okay, interesting. Um. Let me see. Women are, women are just interesting. I never really thought of it. I mean, I've heard that before. Um, but I don't know necessarily if I agree. But then I don't also don't know if I disagree. I never really even got into it like that. I do think that the best 
way to go about marriage is non-emotional, right? Um, meaning like a, a clear mind understanding. But realistically, if you're married um, and you're having babies, there's going to be a little bit of emotion there. There's going to be a little bit of attachment there, to be honest. The point is just to be aware. Um, so I don't think that it necessarily has to be a bit a partnership, like a business type of thing, like to where there's no color. You know what I mean? There's no color. It's just black and white. I don't necessarily think that that's. I don't understand the point of that. You can get a roommate. Then that's like a roommate and a homie that you guys just have duties that you guys fulfill. So I think it might be a little bit more than that. Um, in my opinion, especially when it comes to raising a family, I think there's like, um, yeah, there should, there should be a little bit more life, life involved instead of stripping a life away and just following these rules just to get the job done. But, um, thanks for the donation, Lee and Jen. And, um, yeah, I respect uh, your opinion. Uh, let me go to buy me a coffee. Uh, we have Gregerton says, It's the Joel Friday TV report. I call you the great light skin hope. Uh, I'm a big fan, man. Keep up the great work. I appreciate that, Greg Gregertron. Right on, man. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I'll be the great light skin hope. Right on. Um, Ralph uh, bought five donuts. Right on, Ralph. Hey, Joel. Happy New Year. Keep up the great work. Will do, Ralph. Thank you, man, for um, the generous donations there. I appreciate that. That's amazing. I think I read... That one from Sion. I got another one just popping in right now from D Jabrail NTP. Um, with a generous donation. Thank you, man. There is there is roles in marriage. Successful marriage is the one where husband and wife know their roles. So true, so deep. Facts. This is the biggest thing where people think that um where people misunderstand. I wish I could do a whole show on this, but I'll make it quick. Is that nobody is, is better or worse. Both are equal, but both have different roles. It's just different roles. No position is better than the next. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, on a football team, um, the lineman's position is just as important as the, the wide receiver's position. Because without the lineman, no wide receiver. Without receiver, no, no lineman, right? And the reason why it's that way, because it's a team, it's a team effort. But for one, yeah, the, the wide receiver gets the glory, right? Because that's how women look at men. They're like, man, why do they get all these things? Why do they get to be praised? They're just looking at the glory, right? But without the um the linemen then there's no team right there's just different roles and if you know your role if you know god for one that's what's most important because then you know god you accept your role you know your role and when you truly know your role you're so satisfied and happy with it you know what i mean women also think that men are out here and we we just like Love to work. We just love. We're so grateful that we get to work. Right? Like, work is not like what people want to do. Right? Where that's, that's a man's job to do. But a, job, a, a man is not like exuberant or excited about work. Work is work, and work is, is always going to be work. And gym, go, it's like going to the gym. You go to the gym because you get the results, but nobody likes going to the gym. You know what I mean? Gym don't feel good, but you do what you do. 
But that's what women be thinking, like, oh, I want to do that too. But you have an opportunity to be, if it's the right situation, to be taken care of, to choose whatever you want to do, to, to know your role. But you have an opportunity to not have to deal with that stuff. There's a lot of stuff that goes on in the workplace. And you have an opportunity to not have to deal with that. That's, you know what I mean? I don't understand that part. That's the part that I don't, that I don't understand why a woman does not want to take that opportunity to where her burdens can be very light. Very light. She don't have to bear the brunt of all these things, but it's because society has taught this glorified life. But I want to be the receiver. He scores all the touchdowns. He gets all the attention. He gets all the love. But he also needs the lime in the block, just like a man also needs um, the woman there to raise a successful family. You know what I'm saying? So it's a team effort for one, but there's roles that are being played and there's an order to life. And it's ordained that way. So, um, yeah, nobody, we ain't... There's no competition when it comes to that. And women will always lose. No offense, but women will always lose if they try to compete. You'll always lose. So, anyway, let me get to a call. Um, Gray out of Los Angeles, California. Gray, welcome to the show. You're on air. Yo, what's up, Joe? How you doing? How's it going, man? Doing well. Hey, congrats on the new schedule. Thank Four you, man. Dope, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, I was looking at the the catalog. You know, you've been you've been consistent uh, every other Tuesday. So you know, to, to see you for a day, that's cool, bro. That's cool. Right on. Yeah. Trying, man. Trying. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, just a quick question. Like, um, what are your? Th- I know. I know you're saying that the best thing a man could do is to leave home. Yeah. But what is? What if you've been, like, you know, uh, not such a great parent? Are you still just going to kick them out? What do you, oh, I mean, like, you didn't prepare them? Like, you didn't prepare them. You probably woke up. Like, what am I, I'm talking about myself, I guess. In the situation, yeah. I have a daughter, so. Okay. Um, I hadn't, I didn't stop, like, I, I started, like, you know, being an actual father, I think, like, maybe five years ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. she's 16 now, so it's like. You know, it's easy to say, yeah, yeah, kick them out. But if you haven't prepared them, yeah. like, you're just throwing them out, you know, to the wolves. Good. Good question, man. To be honest, I think it's different with women, with with girls, with young girls. I don't necessarily yeah. think that, that the same principle um, should follow for women, in my opinion, right? In my opinion, because that's why I put men in the title. At first, I, I left it as it was nothing. It was the best thing a person could do. But I changed it to men because... Um, I think that men, it's good for men to bear those bruises, but I don't know if it's necessarily good for women to, to take on those bruises. Um, c- considering the fact that if a woman eventually wants to get married and stuff like that, um, she's not going to be out there doing it anyway. But I, I'm not too, I'm not saying that's the right answer and the, the definite thing. Um, that's just my opinion, but. Um, there's a certain element that seems to me um, decent and good for a young man, 18 years old, to be out on his own just figuring it out. But it's a crazy world we live in, so I don't think it doesn't seem like it would be proper, in my opinion, just to kick the daughter out, especially if she's not prepared and have her just, like, survive in the world. But she should be working. She should be, like you know, taking care of responsibilities and overcoming that, like, maybe comfort, maybe you uh, you and the mother may have done too much of. But to just yeah. throw her out like that, I don't think that, um, that, that those rules follow the same as for, for a young why, girl. Yeah, so why, why do you think it's not the same energy for the, for the girl as opposed to the guy? Because... Yeah. I mean, the guy, you, you kick him out as well, and he, he's an idiot. He's, they're going to take advantage of him. Yeah. He's going to suffer. Good question, like, man. 
Good question. Yeah, because yeah. because it, we're made to handle that stuff. We're created to handle that stuff. We're built to handle that stuff because that stuff makes us stronger. It makes all people, like, uh, uh, conflict makes all people stronger, but men were built to be tough. Women aren't built to be tough. They should be, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is that, like, of, of course they should be, like, strong and, and grounded and, um, you know what I mean, like, confident, but yes. they're not meant to be, physically rough they're not meant to be rough they're not meant to be warrior spirit spirit they're not meant to be gladiator that's not their their thing you know what i mean and because (laughs) because also when they get married if they're truly doing it the right way they're gonna need to surrender to to the the power and the the will of the husband and they're not gonna be able to do that if they're like competing with them or like so used to take care of things on their own that they can't like let go. You know what I mean? And, and if I could be brief really quick back in the day, um, we were just talking about a little bit here in the office back in the day, the, the men, um, the families were, would like prepare the women to be courted by a man and they would just leave from straight from the, the house of the, the parents straight to their husbands, the young girls. And it would right, go yeah. straight from one transition to the next. There wasn't no, like, she was on her own. She had an apartment. She had a house. No, like, she was courted. A man courted her as soon as the parents felt that she was ready to be courted. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and yeah. she went from her father to um, her husband. You know what I mean? But she was still taken care of, in a sense. Still um, took that submissive role. And she wasn't all right. tough and scarred up and bruised up due to life. You know what I mean? Right. And she she was never, like, for a mo- even a moment left to, like, fend for herself, right? Exactly. She didn't have to yeah. deal with those things. And I don't necessarily think that women should have to think about those things and deal with those things right. because it does distort the mind. It does distort That's the mind. That's why they're all mad now, you know? That's why they're all mad now. Exactly. they're working, they're, they're doing things that are just not natural. But, and, and, like, um... Exactly. Like, yeah, I mean, I could, I could see it in girls. Like, they're, they don't want to work. They don't want to do these things. Just because just it's in them not to want to do those things. Is it? taken care of, you know? Man, exactly. And that's, hey, so, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, my, my, my bad. Just a quick question. Cause, yeah. um, so, you know, I'm not with the mother of my daughter. So, you know, okay. she goes, she spends four, three days here, four days over there. And I kind of, you know, from knowing you, 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 you grew up that way as well, right? Like, you, you were, like, back and forth a little bit with your parents. Uh yeah, mostly with my mom though. Mostly with my mom. Okay. But go and what do you think? What do you think that does to a kid? Because I, I always thought about it. Like I want, like you know, when she gets to my house, I have a, you know, the house is nice and clean. I want her. She has her room. You know, I cook for her and I do these things. But it it feels like I'm trying to like make up for her not having a real home. You know, they, uh. at, at her mom's, they're teaching some type of theology over there and when she gets over here i'm teaching her something so she's like she's like being banged around you know what i mean like like one thing over here another thing over there and 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 it's just like i just wondering like what that's doing to her man i'm i don't think that you have to overcompensate Uh, i think that the overcompensating is where things get confusing because that's what my um uh, my mom was trying to do with me was like she thought that she should do more because she felt like I needed more, but that just it didn't it didn't help me. You know what I mean? It didn't help yeah. me. So you just want to be regular and do what you would normally do, what you see naturally to do with your daughter when she comes over, and she's gonna gravitate to the light. So if her mom is teaching her these things of the darkness, and you're just keeping it simple and you know being natural, she's gonna gravitate towards you. And she's not yeah. going to be worrying about that stuff. And I teach young kids. I teach um, uh, dance to young kids. So I, I see a bunch of kids very often who have no fathers and who have fathers that aren't with the mothers, but they still have the fathers in their lives. And there's a there's there's still a big difference, even though the parents are together, right? Mm, so, yeah, if it's done yeah. properly, the, the kids will still grow up um, strong and grounded and will be ready for, for life if you do it properly. Right, right. That's that's awesome, bro. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, that was the question. That was my question, yeah.
Well, right on. Great. I appreciate the call. Great call and great questions, man. Um, thanks for the the uh, the support too and the the compliment. Yeah, yeah. yeah I appreciate you guys. And uh, I had the I have you know I put a uh, super chat the other day, kind of ratting on you guys. <laughs> what you said on on the shot, if you guys remember. But I know that uh, Hassan had a nice pop in the background. I heard him laughing. Oh, right. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you guys uh, you were hosting the Hague Report. Oh, these dudes spent two hours talking about, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, was just, I was just messing with you guys. Like, right on, man. We might have got a little carried I, I away. We, we might have got carried away, but <laughs> thank you, man. I appreciate it. about this fight. But yeah, yeah. All right, bro. Appreciate you. All right. Have a good one. All right. All right. You too. All right, man. Peace. Um, that's funny. No, I had, we, I, it was fun, though. That was fun. That was a fun uh, episode. I love... I love like disagreements and I love like uh, arguments, but when everybody is just in the right way about it. So that's why it was fun. Like we got loud and we, I'm sure we got like a little carried away and Sean had to be like, all right, we should move on. <laughs> but I, it, it's just, it was just, I was just having fun and I'm sure Hassan was too. So it was all good. Um, but anyway, what time is it? Great call by Gray. Um, yeah, I don't know if it applies to, to the young ladies. I don't know if it applies to the young ladies. And that's for, if you're a parent, that's for you to, like, know for yourself, too. Um, you know, I just think that um, there's roles for a reason. And you want to guide guide men a young men and young women in the way of their roles you know you don't want them to have to struggle too much with having to unlearn things you know what i mean for the sake of well there's no man here but it's at your discretion obviously because there's obviously a lot of weak a lot of us men out here weak so there's not really uh a lot of Manly men really stepping up to the plate. And these girls, these young girls are turning 18, 19, 20, wondering where they at. So some have to end up going out and do their own thing. So it's just an unfortunate time we live in. But you just want to make sure that they're the best you can guided in the way of understanding that um, their, their job is not to do the man's job. Even if they have to work. Even if they have to go get a little spot by themselves, you know, even if they have to go fend for themselves, at least at the very least, they should know that um, their job is not to, to act like men, be like men, or even try to aspire to do these things because it acts in opposition to the order of life. So... I hope that makes sense. But you know what? I'm going to end the show. I'm on time, and I want to make sure that um, Nick gets in here and he can set up and be rolling by the time he needs to get rolling. So thank you guys. Do me a favor. Thank you guys for the support. Thank you, chat. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, hit that like button, smack it later, smack down on like, subscribe, and share button. Tell your people's people's people about the show so we can get the subscribers up and a message out, okay? Make sure you guys do it, do it, do it. And I appreciate the support. Follow me across the board, Joel Friday TV, The Gifted Dance, JFTV Podcast on Instagram and on TikTok. We're just trying to do what we can do. JLP Network, YouTube, Instagram, all that stuff. American Anchor Baby is coming in right now, and he's got a great show ahead, so make sure you guys flip over to his channel. And I'll see you guys tomorrow. That's kind of cool to say. I'll see you tomorrow for another show at 11 a.m. Pacific time. All right, y'all. Until next time, have a good one.